Welcome to Why Though the Podcast. <laughs> we did it. That Baby. was amazing. Hi, Destiny Johnson. How are you today? I'm well. Thank you so much. Hi, Lizzie How are you? I am also doing well. Thank you for joining us on Why Though the Podcast. Why Though the Podcast. And why is this a, a podcast called Why Though? Well, I, Lizzie Acker, columnist for the Oregonian, Oregon Live, have an advice column called Why Though, W-H-Y. Y-T-H-O, like the kids might spell it. Mm-hmm. Um, cool people might spell it. We're both very young oh, and hip. Very young, very <laughs> hip. It's outrageous how young and hip we are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I have an advice column for the Oregonian, and you, you and your amazing brain are helping me turn it into a podcast. Thank you so much, my brain. Thanks you. I don't have an advice column, but I am I'm a social media producer for the Oregonian as well, um, which means I just I write stuff for the internet, basically. Uh, and yeah, we're turning this into a podcast, and it has been great. We will uh, talk over some of the questions that are sent in to Lizzie, either um, via text. Mm. Uh, you can text Lizzie or her email or her Twitter or TikTok or Carrier Pigeon. doesn't really matter. Mm. You can um, find me on the street if you recognize me and be like, I have a question for you. Respectfully. Be nice. Yeah. Um, yeah but I and, love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll talk about it and we'll work through it. And then the podcast will come out on Thursday. You're listening to this uh, possibly on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. And the following Tuesday, the actual column comes out mm-hmm. that has a distilled version of all this lovely advice that we've chit-chatted about mm-hmm. for approximately 30 minutes. Yeah, and today's is a little bit of a very special episode. Yeah. Because I... I'm on vacation. She sure is. Future me is on vacation. Yeah. I'm imagining myself like lakeside. Just, I want that for you. Yeah, just relaxing. Outlook has been deleted from my phone. Heck if you yes. want to text me, I'm going to tell you how, but I'm just going to let you know you're not going to hear from me for a little bit because <laughs> I'm on vacation. Um, you can text the word advice to 503-751-8731, and then you just click the link and you subscribe. And you get a 14-day free trial, and then it costs $3.99 a month. And I'm actually literally going to text you. I'm going to ask you questions. I'm going to ask for your advice. I want to hear your gossip. I want to hear anything you want to tell me. Yeah, and uh, like for real, it's not just like, hey, my column came out, please read it. Mm-hmm. it. You know, like just recently she asked some people for advice for the summer, Yeah, which is super cool. Um, that's not a question you can answer anymore. We probably already talked about it. But she will ask you for your advice or what you thought about the advice that was given in the podcast or how it was distilled in the column and maybe even do some reader responses where she takes your advice and gives them to the masses. Yeah. But also, if you just have gossip and you're not interested in it going on a podcast or in a column, you can send that too. Yeah, you can tell me anything. Yeah. I'm a really good listener and it's true. hard to shock. I mean, go for it. <laughs> go for it. Try. Um, but yeah, so anyway, since I'm on vacation, not at this exact moment in real time, but um, when you're listening to this, I will be on vacation, I decided, uh, well, we're doing a couple special episodes, but this one yeah. is, um, we're going to talk about a column that I wrote last summer. Yes. Um, I think I'm... Uh, at a college mentoring some youths and sleeping in an unair conditioned dorm with my new mm-hmm. insulin pump. So I'm not on vacation, but I am hanging out with some youths and talking about some journalism, which is cool. Summer is a, a difficult time, but we are making it happen for you, the listeners. We sure are, and you, we hope that uh, you enjoy this. We do have an old... So you can go back to uh, the old columns or the new ones, yeah. um, at organlive.com slash why though. So you can see this very column and see the original advice that Lizzie had given. But mm-hmm. I think it's a really good one to revisit. Um, it's from somebody who called themselves hopeful urban forager. And they said, dear Lizzie, 
All over my neighborhood, berries and fruit trees are popping off. So much of this fruit ends up on the ground. Can I just pick it up and eat it? What are the ethics here? Hopeful urban forager. Uh, as a person who wrote this column last year, I was just suddenly shocked by the pick it up off the ground and eat it. Yeah, me too. That's not what I was expecting. Don't do that. Like, um, (laughs) even though I already wrote about this. Yeah, uh, this is a good one, though, because Mm -hmm. um, that's the reason I wanted to revisit, because it's happening again. It happens every year. It's one of those lovely things about living in the Willamette Valley. Um, We've got a lot of fruit, Mm -hmm. berries of all kinds, cherries. Um, people are growing vegetables and sometimes this growing is happening on the park strip. Uh, what do you call it in Florida? Do you know what I'm talking about when I say park strip? I don't. Parking strip maybe? It's like the, the part of the like lawn that's on the other side of the sidewalk next to the curb. Okay. Not popular in Florida. Yeah. Interesting. I, I feel like that's one of those things that there's like different terms for it. Uh And I just, I call it, I just was calling it the park strip, but I meant the parking strip. So, interesting. But I don't know what people call it. Text me. When you said that to me originally, that's not what I was thinking. Mm. I was thinking like a median in a parking lot. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm from Florida. Yeah, that's from Florida. <laughs> explains I'm from a lot about Oregon. me, but also this. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to, but I do, I'm curious. Just to like uh, text me at 503 uh, 751 8731 and um, tell me, what do you call that? Part of the grass, usually, sometimes, or whatever it is, on the other side of the sidewalk. Do you own it? house side. You're responsible for it. Do you own it? That's a good question. I think you probably own... I'm wildly speculating here, but I do think you own everything up to your um, driveway, the end of your driveway. So your driveway would go all the way down to the street, so you would probably... Because if, it, if there's ice, you're responsible for getting the ice off of your sidewalk in front of your house. Okay. So you probably do own it. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, because it's up to, like, people who live in a neighborhood to decide whether or not to get sidewalks, right? I mean, most of the neighborhoods have already decided that. But <laughs> I don't know, because I didn't grow up in the Burbs, mm-hmm. and I live in the Burbs now. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um, Do you have a sidewalk? No. Yeah, I was like, I think there's no sidewalk in front of your house. There isn't a sidewalk in front of That's our house, That's why I'm no. like, you live in the country. Do I? Well. It feels like the burbs, but I grew up. I grew up the last house on a dead end growing up, so it does feel, I guess, different. Mm-hmm. But I do understand. I understand what you're saying, and and um, if there is fruit there, it certainly is going to fall over the sidewalk, right? Right. I feel like if fruit is hanging over the sidewalk, and I I, I will say that I'm going to give you what I think. I'm going to give you what the expert told me, mm-hmm. and then also. Um, we should probably link to the reader response that I got because a lot of people were really angry with my this is This is what I couldn't believe. But we're we're going to get into it. But okay. So, like, what do you, what do you think about this? Okay. My personal, um, and this is based on my moral and ethical code as a human being. Sure. I believe that if fruit is hanging over the sidewalk or even, like, you can turn while you're walking down the sidewalk and pick a berry or something like that, it's fair game. I mean, there are, like, right now, there's raspberries everywhere in my neighborhood. And if you're walking down the street and there's, like, ripe raspberries next to you, first of all, it's almost humanly impossible not to pick one and eat it. They're so good. There's nothing better than a ripe raspberry. Second, they are ripe for a millisecond. They are, sorry, I don't mean to yell, but I feel <laughs> strongly about this. These berries, especially, like, 
you know, berries, I'm, t I'm talking about berries right now, they're not ripe for very long. They're not good for very long. So if you see a ripe one, I think you should eat it. I think it's almost your responsibility to eat it because it's either you or a squirrel. So I agree. Um, I was exposed to some fruit trees as a child, mm -hmm. um, but there are so many wild forageable things that grow in the Willamette Valley oh, yeah. in, in Oregon, like everything from like garlic to mushrooms mm -hmm. to fruit to, you know, that's on trees or on bushes. I've never seen a wild raspberry in my life. Uh, mm -hmm. We used to go blueberry picking, but you go to a farm right. yeah, that, yeah. that, you know, mm -hmm. it was, they were cultivated there and that's great. You mm -hmm. pay by the pound and then mm -hmm. you bake a bunch of stuff. But I think it's such a unique experience that there's fruit here everywhere. And why don't you want to share it? Mm -hmm. I follow this girl on TikTok. Mm -hmm. um, her name is Black Forager, but her actual real life name is um, Alexis Nicole. And she talks about sort of ethical foraging. Mm. First of all, you really got to make sure that what you're getting into is edible. Oh, that is not. <laughs> there yeah. are a lot of things that look like raspberries, that look like apples, that will at best give you a little bit of tummy trouble. At worst, send you to the hospital. So please be careful if you're foraging. But also she talks a lot about foraging rules. And I'm not even a forager. I just think her content's so interesting. Mm -hmm. But that... If you do take things, you shouldn't enter somebody's private property. Oh, yeah. That you should ask them before you do that. Mm -hmm. But if it's in the parking strip, as we call it, if it's <laughs> hanging over the sidewalk, mm -hmm. that it's kind of fair game if you can, without reaching over into someone's property or something, go for it. Yeah. But you should be really cognizant of what you're doing because mm -hmm. people can get mad at you. Mm -hmm. You should only take what you can use. And you need to leave enough for one, other foragers, and two, the squirrels to do their jobs, right. right? Little animals, also bugs, will take the fruit of these plants, which is the plant trying to reproduce, and then go help the plant reproduce. That's that's what nature is supposed to do. So, like, as long as you're following those rules, I think people who are saying they're mad about people taking their fruit that's hanging over the sidewalk are lying. Yeah. I think they're just mad about their, they want, I own this. It's mine. It doesn't matter. I'm almost unsure that those people who responded even have fruit. So, um, I mean, I basically said in this column, and I'm going to say it again. I'm yeah. pretty sure this is what I said because this is how I feel. Um, you shouldn't, like, don't bring a bucket. Don't be, like, actually harvesting, you know, if, if somebody is there, ask them first. Mm -hmm. If you can see a homeowner or, you know, whoever is in charge of that property, if you see someone there, ask them. Right. Um, and then respect their answer. Yeah, it's, like, and, so reasonable. Yeah, just be a person. <laughs> be but a person. But if, like, you know, like, if you grab a couple berries on your, as you're walking down the street, um, that, there's, like, it's it's almost ridiculous to expect that's not going to happen. Right. And I, I did actually, one of the reasons I decided to do this one is because I was for a walk the other day with a friend and I saw a sign that said, don't pick these raspberries. That's right. And I was like, you know what, that's fine. If you really, it's annoying Sure, but if it is, if you really feel like if you really seriously don't want people to pick your berries, put up a sign. Put it in a freaking pot and put it next to your door. Right. Also. Yeah, I don't think you should go on someone's <laughs> property. I don't no, think you need. No. You should ever walk on on someone's property. I think you should be really careful because, mm -hmm. like, like Destiny's saying, first of all, you want to make sure you're eating something that's healthy. You don't know what they put on their plants. Right. I mean, you don't know who has a gun. Honestly, Literally. to be honest, um, but. So with those caveats in mind, and, you know, Destiny, didn't, you didn't grow up here, but there's blackberries literally everywhere. And a lot of these blackberries are not on people's property, but mm -hmm. some of them are. I mean, most people consider blackberries, especially the kind that are everywhere. They're kind of a taking over evil plant. Um, mm -hmm. 
But I grew up just eating so many blackberries off the side of a path, off, you know. And I think there's, like, something also kind of special about that. They taste like summer. They're I, warm. Yeah. And they're, just, they're just full of sunshine. And, you know, I haven't ever really had berries on my own property that are, like, easily accessible. Um, but if I did, I feel like I would be fine with it. You know, even... This summer I have tomatoes in my backyard, but last summer I had tomatoes in my front yard. And honestly, I personally feel like if you walked by and you saw a ripe cherry tomato, eat it. I yeah. don't even like tomatoes. I just grow them because I like the way they smell and I like to make sauce and stuff. But, um, however, like if somebody did walk by and harvest my garlic right now, I'd be like, that was kind of uncool because I'm you been growing it dig for it a while. Also? Yeah. Like if you have to get a shovel yeah. <laughs> and don't do it. I think what's so cool, not to like keep we're not sponsored by this woman alexis nicole i just really like her content and it's Good like the, the only stuff that i can relate or like talk about foraging wise i guess but like she just sticks stuff in her pocket and then she goes home and makes like a dish with it right like if you if you're passionate like this person who wrote to you you know hopeful mm-hmm. urban forager if you're passionate about foraging and not just like pulling something off for a snack like you're gonna mm-hmm. take a handful of something i think the same rules apply and that's okay mm-hmm. i think to Lizzie's point, <laughs> the bucket situation, that's out of pocket. Yeah. Unless you knock on that person, you notice that there's so much fruit and it's being right. wasted. Knock on that person's door. Hey, would you mind? Because I would love to make jam, cookies, whatever, and I would love to bring you some. Right. You know what I mean? It's like that easy. Yeah. I grew up, there was a lady who did have a loquat tree, which is mm-hmm. like kumquats, except um, the outside is kind of like a peach and there's mm-hmm. like a little sweeter they're still a little sour but sounds very florida yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) and uh you know she never she was old and she never picked them probably because she couldn't so one year we knocked on the door and we were like hey do you mind if we pick the tree and she was like no and we would and sometimes she would come out and she would take a couple Mm, and like go back in her house it was really chill and fine yeah I think like let's not be scared of our neighbors and yeah. like talking to them is such a great thing to do anyway. Yeah. And I was gonna read so when I originally wrote this column I did talk to an expert. Love that. She was Heather Kaiser Fornis. I don't think that's how you say it. She forger. She is the executive director of the Portland Fruit Tree Project. Oh, that's cool. Which um does it's it's a project that helps Portlanders share their fruit, their excessive fruit. So here's what she said. Urban forging is a little tricky. Plenty of homeowners are thrilled to share, and if you're one of them, you, we have a handy sign on our website you can print out. Love that. But others aren't happy when stranger, with about strangers touching their fruit. We always recommend talking to the homeowner when possible if there's no clear invitation. If it's a public tree, that's another story. But do be cautious about trees in public parks since there are foraging rules depending on the jurisdiction. Hmm. We host a Facebook group called Share the Harvest where you can post excess fruit and, excess fruit and get invited to do some harvesting if you're seeking out opportunities. So... Um, I would say, yeah, there's more information, but portlandfruit.org has a lot of information about that. And, um, yeah, there's, like, lots of people who are actually really interested in sharing the fruit. Yeah, and, like, tools that you can use and not only just maybe steal fruit from people's (laughs) yards without them knowing, but, like, join a little bit of a community that talks about foraging and, like... The whole experience, I mean, we call it foraging now because mm-hmm. this is not something we have to engage in. Like, right. I get to go to the grocery store and pay for whatever fruit mm-hmm. that I'm trying to get. But, like, the reality is that there is an abundance of things that grow wild. Mm-hmm. And you're nothing really goes to waste in nature, right? Yeah. Like, even if something dies on the ground in the dirt, it's going to make that dirt richer, whatever. Mm-hmm. A squirrel is going to eat it. But, like, 
capitalizing on excess fruit and like sharing and having a sense of community is something that's like really lovely. It is. And I have to say, I've just been eating my neighbor's raspberries for several days now, and I have not the one neighbors. with the sign, right? No, 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 okay. no, 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 like, no. That, that's not my neighbor. That's not my neighbor. That's okay. like a little ways away. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, my neighbors are very cool, and I believe I asked them last year if I could eat their raspberries. Yeah. No, they're they're very chill, and um, it's just like such a fun. There's just nothing like fresh fruit off mm-hmm. of the tree, and having a like. So fun with the little kids, like pick oh, raspberries, yeah. and you know, actually, a few weeks ago, we went strawberry picking at a, a farm on Savi Island, and I had also purchased like you know hood fresh strawberries from the store, mm-hmm. but the ones we picked were so much better. Yes. I mean, they're like red all the way through. Mm-hmm. They were so sweet. You know, you're like eating them. As Do you have no clue, them. like when you get. Stra- like strawberries or blueberries or whatever from the vine. You know, like when you get them from the store, sometimes like the the very tip of it is good and then mm-hmm. the middle is like kind of tasteless or right. like water or something. Yeah. But when you have it, it's fresh. It's oh like God, a it's whole a different, different experience. experience. Yeah, I think Nona's mind, my child, her mind was totally blown mm-hmm. by these strawberries. Because so usually she's like okay with strawberries, but you know, mm-hmm. they're not like number one. Right. But it was just, she was just like, she would eat a million of those strawberries. <laughs> I love that. And then I, I'm like, yeah, they are legitimately so much better so i don't know it's let's look for more ways to like be a community and less ways to be like mean to each other here here and like also if you're one of those people who's like mad about people stealing your fruit that hangs over the sidewalk that you presumably aren't eating if it's ripe and hanging over the sidewalk Mm -hmm. um look within maybe dig deep why don't you why do you want to deprive people of this experience. It's different if people are being disrespectful. Totally. Or like trampling your plants, not your pants, your plants, (laughs) (laughs) or coming onto your property. That's a little different, and I can understand why you have beef. Mm -hmm. Like if somebody's just like taking your loquats off a tree and you have beef with that, it's a little weird. Yeah, I mean, I guess that I think, you know, if you're like trying to do a big harvest for raspberry jam, I get that. Put a sign up Mm -hmm. because... I think it's it's also easier to be clear with your expectations than just get mad. For sure, for sure. Um, and I know that when I, I think when I originally wrote this column, I first put the question on Twitter and got a variety of responses. But one of them that I found I especially disagreed with <laughs> was this person was like, well, if somebody's child's toy was on the front porch, and would you just take it? And I was like, that is so completely different because, first of all, no, but somebody might. Don't leave your kid's toy on the front porch. If you don't want it to get taken, don't leave it on the front porch. So if your pot of raspberries was on the front porch and someone walked onto your property, and that's... <laughs> that's different. Yeah, that's a vi- violation of your privacy right. a little bit. Yeah, and you have one toy. I mean, uh, a berry has a, like I said earlier, a very short span of being edible right. and delicious for human beings, mm-hmm. whereas a toy probably belongs to a child, and taking it away from them, you know, if your kid is... Uh, obsessed with one specific berry, I think that that's a deeper issue with your child. Yeah. No, no offense. <laughs> but like... Yeah, that is a weird take. I just this disagree. Is what, I'm just, I just want to come on here and say I disagree with that take. I agree in disagreeing. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, I think this kind of goes back to like the idea of what's mine is mine. And like mm-hmm. I've never... Maybe it's because I grew up kind of poor. 
Mm-hmm. But I never. What's mine is mine. It's what's mine is ours. Yeah. In a respectful way. Right. Uh, not everybody it's has nice to be that way, but share. it tastes better when you're sharing it with your friends. Yeah. I mean, and also, and also, I wouldn't leave a child's toy on the front porch. <laughs> yeah, that'd be your problem if it was gone. It, you know, like if you're leaving. And if you left, like, your your bike on the sidewalk, I guarantee you would be gone when you woke up in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why would you do that? Because ultimately you can't control what other people are going to no. do. So in the vein of fruit, instead maybe find joy in sharing because yeah. you can't keep – you really can't keep people from taking fruit that's hanging over the sidewalk. No. You can keep people Change from coming yourself. on your property. But, yeah, yeah, maybe eat <laughs> – a fresh raspberry. Right. And think about like, things. Wow, that tasted really good. I'd love to share that with my neighbors. Yeah. I'd love to bring that joy to some other people. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. So yeah. hopeful. So hopeful, urban forager. I hope that you use some of these tools. Mm-hmm. Um, you can. Well, you can visit Lizzie's old coverage on this. Her old column at OregonLive.com slash why though w h y t h o. But also. She'll be bringing this back yeah, Tuesday. On Tuesday. It'll, uh-huh. it'll be coming back around. So you can see all the stuff there. Yeah. Go to that same page and it'll be there. And also Portland, was it portlandfruit.org? I mm-hmm. think is what I just said. Follow this um, Alexis Nicole yeah. Black Forager on TikTok. And, I think she's also on Instagram um, and stuff too. Yeah. But yeah, I mean. And text me. You know what? Text Lizzie. I feel like one of you out there is completely furious with me. So text me. <laughs> I am on vacation, and I'll see it when I get back. At um, 503-751-8731, just text the word advice, um, and then click and subscribe. And you know what? I think you can actually text any word. So if you just text, you are wrong about fruit, I'll probably get it. I don't know for sure, but I remember that from the training. I think you can text any word. (laughs) (laughs) We just picked advice because it... or you can email us or find us on social media. All that stuff will be in the description. If, If you're mad at me, I'm... As long as you're not going to say something mean about my physical appearance, I will, or like my family or something, like, I'll take it. I'll listen. I can put it in a reader response at some point. Yeah, if you have a hot take about fruit trees, mm-hmm. let us know. I did let it slide that Lizzie grows tomatoes, but she doesn't really like them. <laughs> but now um, they're in my backyard. Yeah, so but sorry. if you have a hot take about that as well, <laughs> you can send that to me because we can talk about that. <laughs> I'm like a child when it comes to tomatoes. Okay. I do yeah. like like I'm I'm gonna I like making tomato sauce. Uh huh. Um, this year I've got some tomatillos. And it's a tomatoes. joy to grow things too. Yeah, and I like, I like the way too. tomato plants smell. Yeah, it is a great. It smell. makes me re- reminds me of being a kid. There's a perfume you can buy that smells just like it. Oh wow! I'll send it to you. Okay. Um, I my grandmother uh, was an avid gardener. She grew. This is so dumb, but she grew really, those gigantic sunflowers that grow to be huge, and then their heads lean over, Mm -hmm. and when I was a little kid, I'm short still, but I was short then too, (laughs) because I was a child, I would look up at them, and they would look like people, like looking down, and I was like, oh, they're my friends, but she also grew a lot of like tomatoes and collard greens, I grew up eating a lot of collard greens, Mm -hmm. and so we just go out in the garden, and we would pick tomatoes and eat them, and yeah, it's good memories. So that's, you can make good memories for someone else by letting them have your sidewalk fruit. Right. <laughs> and you know, I am not like saying if you should harvest people's vegetables that no. are growing. Cause I know that like, there are a lot of people that don't have a huge backyard and they're growing vegetables out there and whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know, vegetables are different. I feel differently about vegetables. Don't dig up someone's potatoes. Don't take their corn or whatever. 
Um, they probably would like you to take their lettuce, but don't unless they tell you. Um, but berries are just so ephemeral. And Share the likelihood... The fruit. Especially like a fruit tree, that oh, yeah. the homeowner planted that fruit tree, unless this oh. man's like 80 years right. old or a woman is 80 really years old. Your help. Sure, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you could offer to harvest for them. Mm-hmm. But um, that, that fruit tree probably came with their property, right? right? So, like, that's obviously a lot different than maybe a small bush or a garlic bulb right. <laughs> that's yeah. under the ground, you know, these things, especially things that are. Um, really seasonal and like once they die they die Mm -hmm. this fruit tree will still exist it won't have fruit on it but it'll have fruit again next year you know it's different and And you know use your brain use your brain and you know i like know a guy with a plum tree right and last summer he was just constantly trying to get us to take boxes of plums (laughs) you have enough you have enough (laughs) you're probably doing your best to like keep the plums off the ground plums especially you know like share them Mm -hmm. yeah i love that make a little sense of community not plum yeah. time quite yet, but that's all right. Well, I think that's. I mean, I know you already advised on this, but I think yeah. the refresh it was a refresh. Yeah. yeah, I really love to talk about this. I'm clearly passionate about it, and it's yeah. a bit controversial. Sometimes I get a little controversial here on the podcast. Lizzie Acker, advice columnist, <laughs> avid fruit lover. Mm-hmm. I oh, love especially that. Just fresh fruit. <laughs> so good. Well, thank you so much for giving this advice and pointing people to where they can um, have some tools if they're looking to forage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a pleasure. You. It was a pleasure. And everybody else, go to OregonLive.com slash Y-T-H-O, mm-hmm. and you can find everything there. Yeah, and I hope you're having a great time on vacation. Oh, my gosh. You, too, on your, not vacation, but giving kids, like, a lot of... Mentoring the youth. I'm excited. They need it. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. Thank you so much. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. For listening to Why Though the Podcast, subscribe for weekly episodes wherever you listen to podcasts, and don't forget to leave us a five star review. If you're looking for more Why Though, check out my column that comes out every Tuesday on OregonLive.com. You can support our local journalism by going to OregonLive.com/slash/pod support.